This is the Making Millionaires Podcast, a realistic, no BS approach to effective and profitable investing. Everything from options trading to real estate. Once I'm done with you, you'll be itching to tell your boss to take a hike. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get in your face about the real way to make money and change your family tree. It's time to start thinking like a winner. So buckle up, sugar cup. It's about to get real. What up, y'all? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Making Millionaires podcast. I'm Andrew from the Options Millionaire community. If you're new to the community and you're just now tuning in for the first time on our podcast, come over and check out the YouTube channel. We've got the Options Millionaire YouTube channel where we post all kind of educational material, kind of go over my strategy, setups, indicators, everything pretty much technical, uh, the technical side of trading that uh, I like to talk about. So head over there, Options Millionaire on YouTube, as well as our Options Millionaire Discord channel. Fantastic educational resource. It's a community where I like to get everyone together and uh, talk and educate ourselves, have a communal aspect of the investing side that cuts out the typical online internet crap of bickering and nonsense and YOLOing and all this other nonsense. So very proud of the community. I highly encourage you to come over and check it out and see if you like it. Today, we're going to be diving into the crap that's been going on the past couple of years. Uh, as and I'm, I want to have this conversation because the in my in my opinion the, we are on the verge of another market shift. We had obviously the bull market up until about 2018, and the market went sideways for 2018, started back up in 19, and then of course we had the craziness of coronavirus with the sell-off and the buy-up and the insane spacs and IPOs and the major tech rallies and the um, quantitative monetary policy that absolutely just blew the market out out of the water. And here we are dealing with all that. <clears throat> and I think 2020, 21, and 2022 saw incredible market swings, bullish and now bearish. And now we're just kind of figuring out where to go next. And I think we're on the verge of a market shift. In addition, I kind of wanted to talk about the crazy investing phenomenon that's happened the past three years with Wall Street Bets and uh, millions and millions and millions of new traders coming online and trying to f- win money because they saw everybody was winning money. Uh, everybody was throwing down some calls and, hey, you know, why are you working at Wendy's when you can make 20 grand in Bitcoin? Why are you doing this and that? When we saw 15-year-olds and 18-year-olds becoming millionaires and even billionaires in some cases from some dudes that have been mining Bitcoin for 10 years becoming billionaires, creating phenomenal amounts of wealth. And with that became a phenomenal amount of misinformation, unfortunately. Because as I sit here on this side of the, I guess you could call myself an influencer or whatever uh, in some way. Uh, but on sitting on this side of the influencer wall and creating content and leading a community and helping people that I go through all these Twitter accounts, just, you know, looking around, seeing what the general sentiment of Twitter is. And I see all this nonsense being perpetuated. I see 14 and 15 year olds claiming they're making 10 grand a day. I see 15 year olds with 200,000 followers that are posting about garbage and nonsense. And I guarantee you, and I guarantee you it's all a scam. If I had to guess, 90% of the investing influencers on Twitter are probably full of crap. They're misleading their their followers in one way or another. Because there's no way. There is no way that something so difficult is so easy to someone who's not even hitting puberty yet. It's just you can't even control your emotions yet. There's no... There's no way. Not to mention the stuff they talk about is simply about RSI and all these lines. And I'm not talking about specifically any one person. But yeah, yeah, I'm harping on 15-year-olds here. But I'm harping them on the majority investors in general. That this, the, the nature and the content of their information that they're putting on people 
is not fulfilling enough to merit a successful investor. There's so much you need to understand about this market, and the market has shifted so many times in the past three years already. We went from a strong bull market based on monetary policy to now we have to do quantitative tightening, and the market's pulling out of that, and we're selling off hundreds of points. The market's shifting all over the place. And the fact that all these people are claiming they're making 10, 15, 20 grand a day, five grand a day with never with no losses is is just absolutely hogwash. It's it's nonsense. And the problem is, is that all these people are buying into it. Because trust me, I have people coming into this my community and they see, holy crap, like this is a breath of fresh air. This, you know, y'all aren't hawking a bunch of crap, y'all aren't pumping dumping. Uh, we're actually learning and we keep things simple. I try to write things in crayon so everyone completely understands. And I'm trying to tell people that this, one, this is not as easy as everyone says it is. And two, there is more to investing than simply putting on an RSI line and buying whatever the RSI tells you to. It's just there's more to it. The, mar- the market does not, re- if, if following RSI and MACD and all these indicators were so easy and that was the way to go, then everybody would be, tr- would be successful. Everybody would be raking in the millions on the yearly just by following what the lines say. But that's, that's a little more to it. You have to be in-depth. You have to be diligent and nonstop in your pursuit for excellence and information. And that leads me to my main point is the myth of the side hustle investor. All these dudes use the term side hustle and it's just not the case. There is no such thing. If you want to be now, you could be a side, you could be a, you could be now I'm not saying you can't be a long-term investor with minimal time commitment. Absolutely. In fact, that's what the majority of people should do. Take a little money every month, buy some stocks and forget about it and do that every month with minimal time investment, with minimal effort for the foreseeable future. And you'll be pretty well off in 30, 40, 50 years, as long as you make the smart choices, obviously. But I'm mainly talking about the style of trading that is very common, which is the day trading, scalping, swing trader type of investor that we are mainly centered towards nowadays. There is no such thing as a side hustle or minimal effort when it comes to this style of trading. It's just too difficult. If you don't have the time or the energy or the desire to put in significant chart time, significant academic pursuit, significant time in terms of charting and applying, then you just need to go ahead and stop right now. Because the swing trading, the day trading, the scalping, this style of trading is far too difficult to put yourself on a back burner and just be a quote unquote side hustle. You can't come in here and make $5,000 a day which is life-changing money for 99% of the population by putting in minimal effort to this craft. If you're making even $1,000 even $1, a day, if you're making $1,000 a day, that puts you in the category of professional. $1,000 a day is about $250,000 a year. $250,000 a year would change anyone's life. So if you are making those claims while not putting in the back-end work of knowing how the market works and simply just going off of lines, then you're completely full of it. You have to have a baseline understanding of this market. But that's with all things in life. Tell me one thing that's going to net you that kind of money or that kind of change in lifestyle with minimal effort. The lottery and pretty much that's it. If you want to be a professional football player, if you want to be a professional in anything, if you want to be a doctor, do you want your doctor performing surgery on you to have minimal effort to just go to some back-end college that was easy, you could just breeze on through, and then come in and cut you open. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my 500 grand as a doctor salary, and you know, I don't care. Who cares? I'm not up to date with the, me- the next medical procedures, whatever. Do you want that? Because it doesn't exist. There is zero profession in this world that you can come in with zero effort, minimal effort, and be successful at this game. The image that has perpetuated the past couple of years 
was a skew of investors' knowledge. 2020 and 2021 was probably one of the few instances in this world where the common investor can come in with no knowledge, with no effort, and simply follow some jabroni on Twitter or or Reddit, buy calls and make money consistently for an entire year and make an absolutely phenomenal amount of money. Why? Because go look at the freaking charts. It was the craziest bull market we've ever seen in the market. The S&P ETF, the S&P fund doubled in a year. It went from lows to highs. It doubled from its lows in a year. That is so beyond phenomenally crazy and stupid that the average investor doesn't even know because if you start in 2020, that's all you know. All you know is crazy volatile price action. But the fact that the S&P went 100% gain in a year is absolutely phenomenally stupid. And it made all these investors think they can come online and continue to make those type of returns with no effort perpetually. And then the market shifted in December 2021. And then January 2022, we started to sell off. And here we are a year later, and we're still in the throes of this bear market. In fact, for the past three months, we've been in this uh, consolidating range. And it's starting to destroy people. You're starting to see the activity around all these online communities diminish and Wall Street bets and Twitter. And yet the garbage still remains. And that's why I want to have this conversation with you now, because I'm starting to get the DMs of, holy crap, this market's starting to shift. I'm starting to get messages after message after message of some people blowing up their accounts because they just don't understand that the market shifted. And I told you all, you know, I'm tell, I tell everyone this, that if you want to do this long term, you have to start to learn all these different styles of trading. You have to learn how to scalp. You have to learn how to day trade. You have to learn how to swing trade. You have to learn how to write premium credit spreads, futures trading, long-term trades, stocks. You have to learn it all in order to remain consistent and successful and diversified because the market shifts all the time. It's not always a bull market. It's not always a bear market. It's not always a choppy market. The market structure shifts all the time. And if you're not privy enough to catch those movements, if you're not privy enough to adjust your strategy, then you're going to get blown up, case in point. What I've done the past year has not been the same. Last fall, fall of 2021, I was trading a lot of credit spreads as the market started to slow down a little bit. Back in the springtime, I was trading a lot of futures because the overnight action was insane and I'd love to trade futures on overnight action. And then I went back to doing some more iron condors, but then those started getting tough to trade because of the the crazy 100-point moves we had. I was constantly defending credit spreads, so I stopped doing that altogether and then I switched to exclusive, no swing trades, zero DTE options, that's it, because the zero DTE opportunity was amazing. And then now I'm starting to trickle back into more futures trades and I'm starting to trickle in a little bit more premium riding because the market is not quite as volatile as it was back in the springtime. I'm constantly a volume to match the price action of the market and the average investor is not talking about that. All they're talking about is YOLOing calls on PayPal or BBBY. All these crazy low float nonsense that's being pushed on online communities. But there's no real analysis I'm seeing being posted. There's no real understanding of volume price analysis, of the volume profile, of volume and price action structure in general. It's all crossovers and EMAs and RSIs and MACDs, which RSI is complete nonsense. Complete nonsense. If you don't have an understanding of the market, if you are relying solely on these indicators with no understanding of what's happening with the treasuries, with rates, with the terminal rate being over 5%, with quantitative tightening, with the DXY going crazy because of global currency, all these things. If you don't have an understanding of what's going on behind the scenes, then you're not going to have any success following simply a line telling you what to do. But I'm going to kind of hop off my soapbox from all this stuff. I don't want to sound too pontificus, I guess is a word. 
Uh, and I want to start getting into some stats. I know everyone's heard the stat that 90% of failures fail in the first year. And I kind of disagree with that. Again, I have a unique perspective of having a community with several thousand people DMing me, talking, and it's very, very intriguing to me because I get to experience being a new trader again through the eyes of other people because I'm, I'm trying to help as many people as I can. I'm trying to answer DMs and I see the struggle. I have people texting me and DMing me that have kids, a wife that they're trying to support. They're desperate to get out of their dead end job and this is their last resort. They want to start trading and they fail and they blow up an account and like literally they're crying. They're, I mean, they're upset and rightfully so because this is their dream. And on one hand, I have to support them, I have to help them, I have to tell them what they did wrong, but the other hand, I have to give them some tough love. And I have to tell them that if you are approaching this with the attitude of just putting on trades and, and that's it, then you're getting blown up. Then you're going to continue to get blown up. If you don't put in the risk mitigation measures that we talk about on the daily, you are never going to succeed. If you're not in the community, if you haven't been in the community, risk mitigation, accounting for risk is the number one topic that we talk about. Strategy, academic knowledge, information, all of that, all of that takes back seat to risk management. There are three rules I've come up with, and I constantly refine rules based on the information I get from other people about the new investor because I have to put myself in the new investor seat. I've been doing this for almost 12 years. I have to put myself in the seat of the new investor and think like a new investor to help some of these people. And the first rule is Reduce your expectations of profit. That's the number one. People think they need to make $1,000 a day, $10,000 a day to be successful, especially with all the crap online. And then people are like, oh, I see this 14-year-old on Twitter posting five grand a day. It's like, I promise you, it's complete nonsense. I don't know how they're scamming people, but I guarantee you it is 100% nonsense. So the first thing you need to understand, I think all traders, including myself, trust me, I'm, guilt I'm guilty of this as anyone, is to reduce your expectation of profit. $500 a day is over a six-figure salary a year. Would $100,000 change your life? Would you like $100,000 a year? $500 a day profit would change your life. And even that's too aggressive for most. You need to be focusing on one to $200 a day and be done because even that would be a phenomenal amount of money. But people don't want the slow and steady. They don't want the 250 days a year of consistency. They want the big YOLO wins. So there's a stat out there that says there's an inverse relationship from the amount of capital and the amount of risk. People with a low amount of capital take more risk than those with a large amount of capital. And it's, it's a fascinating statistic because it's something that I've experienced in my venture, and I've talked about this in the server. For me, with my balance, one, I'm a person that, in terms of investing, takes a low... I'm, I'm terrified of risk. I don't want to put on too much risk because it's a good way to blow up your account. My desire is to make the market never put its grubby hands on my account ever again. I want to be in and out. I want to get my small profits and get out. The average investor doesn't think like that. They don't want to look 10 years into the future. They need their money now. They are J.G. Wentworth. It's my money, and I need it now. Remember seeing that commercial? That's what they are. That's what the new investor is. They want their money now. So they take on an exorbitant amount of risk, not understanding the concepts of risk management, and they get blown up. And it's two steps forward. It's, it's, it's one step forward, two steps back. One step forward, three steps back. Two steps forward, four steps back. Blow up account, blow up account, blow up account over and over and over again because they continue to expose themselves to the market. They don't fully respect the market. So rule number one, reduce your expectations of profit. The more money you have, the risk you take. My goal of daily profit pretty much hasn't changed the past three years, three, four years. Even though my account has gone way up, 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 my daily goal is still just about the same. All I, I ask very little of this market. 
And that, that allows me to take far less risk. The more money I have, the less risk I have to take. I can expose myself for a little bit and then get out. I don't YOLO my account. I don't try to hit $50,000 a day. I just try to get a little bit of money a day, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Sometimes I'll hit five. Sometimes I'll hit none. Sometimes I'll have red days, but I like to average out a small number. So if I could do that every day, it reduces my risk. It reduces my emotional toll. It reduces my stress. It reduces my drawdowns when I'm wrong, which I take lost. I take red days just like everyone else. But the reason why I don't freak out, the reason why I'm able to, to stay level-headed is because my losses aren't crazy and my profits aren't out the roof. So I'm not sitting here getting euphoric on hot hands. I'm not sitting here getting blown out, just devastated, depressed because of my losing days. It's all stable. And I've become a good enough trader where I could put together a nice track record of wins and my equity curve stays up. But the common investor doesn't want to do that. If they've got a $10,000 account, they want to double that thing in the next month. They don't want to take $50, $100 wins. They want to take $1,000 wins. They want to take $5,000 wins. They want to double their account now, and they continue to get blown up, and they don't understand why. And I'm talking to these people in DMs, and I'm seeing their screenshots, and I'm seeing their pleads of, of destruction and despair of why they keep blowing up accounts. And I'm like, one, you have no idea what you've done wrong. And I don't want to say you don't have any idea what you're doing because that sounds condescending. But they don't understand what they've done wrong. And I can tell you what you've done wrong. You are overexposing yourself and you're chasing price action. Which leads me to my second rule of reduce your trading frequency. Rule number one, reduce your expectations of profit. Rule number two, reduce your trading frequency. You don't need to be sitting here like a freaking algorithm scalping 20, 30 trades a day. It's one to two trades and that is it a day, one to two trades a day. And that is it. That is all you need. Everything outside of that is fluff and most likely too risky. And most likely is going to reduce your daily consistency. For those who trade after 12 o'clock Eastern time, you're going to start facing a lot more losses. I guarantee you, if you are someone who trades all day, open to close, you have more losses after 12 Eastern than you do before. Most of the people, I'm sure there's some outliers there like everything, but the price action is inherently more erratic after 12 Eastern than the first half of the day. Why? Because market structure changes. The first half of the day is institutions coming in, readjusting for the nighttime hours and setting their trades for the next session. The last half of the day is just algorithms and hedge funds and high frequency traders just popping back and forth. It's erratic. Even on trend days, it's more erratic trend than it is the first half of the day. So get your one to two, one to two trades in in the morning and then get out. Reduce your trading frequency. Less is more in investing. Expose yourself to the market as little as possible. You get your profits in and you get out and you enjoy the rest half of the day. You don't have to sit here all day long and try to scalp every single little candle. This market is literally tooled against you. It is tooled to take your money. It's not conspiracy theory. It's not tinfoil hat. It's literally tooled to take your money through the terms of writing premium. If you understand writing premium and what it means to write premium and what the the liquidity providers and what the hedge funds do when they write premium, then you can understand it is literally tooled to take your money. What happened yesterday on January 20th? It was Friday OPEX. What did the market do? It rallied like 90 points. Why? Because we had a crap ton of options expiring out of the money and they had to roll those positions. I mean, that's market mechanics. They're literally doing that to make options expire at zero for premium. That's exactly why the market moves. So if you can understand that, you would understand that why the last half of the day is more erratic. And if you could avoid the, la the last half of the day and stay to the first half of the day, you could become a lot more successful. So rule number one, reduce your expectation of profit. Rule number two, reduce your trading frequency. And rule number three, which what I can think help a lot of people is reduce your exposure to theta. This goes into the gambling aspect that we talked about. People want the high risk, 
high return trades, and that is zero DTE options. Zero DTE options is the closest thing you can get to a gambling vehicle in the market. Now, I've been trading zero DTE options for about 11 months now, but I do so in a matter that protects my risk. One, make hay while the sun is shining. In, 22, in 2022, the sun's been shining all year long for zero DTE options. There's been a crap ton of volatility and a lot of opportunity to trade zeros in this market. That's why I temporarily switched to zeros this year. But I am a seasoned investor who's been doing this for over a decade. For the new ter- for the new investors or the struggling investors or for the investor that's trying to find consistency, you need to remove theta from the equation or at least ex- or minimize your theta by going for longer DTE options like one week or three day at least or even futures. I think futures are a fantastic way to make trades while reducing your th- theta exposure because futures don't have theta. Now, I'm not saying there's no risk with futures. We need to have another conversation about futures, but we'll do that another episode. But the common investor doesn't truly understand the destruction of Theta. Theta is your worst enemy. Theta is the thing that makes you be correct about your theory of direction, but still lose money because you don't enter at the right time, because you enter too early, because you enter incorrectly in a candle, whatever it is. The market doesn't move fast enough in your direction. You take a call, the market rages 40 points, but it waits five hours to do that, and your position is destroyed to the point where you're down 30, 40, 50, 60%, and you get blown out. And now you need the Hail Mary 40-point move. So there are so many variables stacked against you in this market with a zero DT option. Manipulation, theta. If you're playing some sort of news event, now you're going to bring in IV crush, all these different parameters that are against you. And theta, if you can remove the theta from the equation or at least minimize it, you will again increase your chances for success. Everything is built on probabilities and everything I'm telling you here is helping you increase your probability. If you could if you reduce your expectation of profit, boom, increases your probability of profit. If you can reduce the frequency of trading, boom, increases your probability for keeping your profits. Reduce your exposure to theta, boom, you're right there. You're going to increase your probability for maintaining profitability because of th- reducing your theta exposure. So those are three rules right there that the struggling or inconsistent trader can utilize to do that, but you have to be able to utilize it. Which leads me to my second stat. And the reason why I'm telling you this, I'm building to the second stat. And the second stat, statistically speaking, the new trader does not want to learn about anything before they actually buy their first instrument, options or stocks, whatever. They don't want to learn. All they, they think that they can come in here and throw down some trades and make money. They think they can figure out the price action, but they don't know how highly manipulated the price action is. They don't understand that everything is literally tooled against them. So they just choose randomness. They want to, They like the chase of the adrenaline. They like putting on a trade, sitting there like they're at a horse race and yelling at their stock to go in the direction of that they have bought in and try to make money. They enjoy the adrenaline rush. When they take a trade, they're literally trembling from the adrenaline pump and they hit the execute button, and then they see it, and then their heart starts beating, and they're like palpitating, and they're getting a little clammy and sweaty from the adrenaline. And then the position goes in their way, and they're they're like LFG baby, let's go! And they're they're you know they're posting in the channel, and they're all hyped up and everything, and they're going great, like they're at a horse race. Or if they're wrong, they're throwing their mouse against the wall, they're breaking their keyboard, they're punching their monitors, they're freaking out. I'm the dumbest person in the world. Hey, I took calls, and now the market's going down. Y'all are welcome if you took puts, like all this kind of crap, and it's a bunch of nonsense. And that all is degenerate trading. That is all gambling trading. That is not trading. That is gambling. The experienced trader spends time learning their craft and setting probability in their favor, not trading lines, not trading EMAs, not taking puts just because the EMA crossed over. 
Like that's a bunch of nonsense. You have to put in these measures to become a good trader. And the, the new trader, the inconsistent trader, doesn't want to learn. They don't want to put 40 hours a week in chart time. They don't want to wake up at, wake up at two o'clock in the morning so they can learn the European market open and learn how the market moves in pre-market. They don't want to sit there at nine o'clock at night after the kids go to bed to learn about treasuries and how they affect the market and how the Fed is trying to quantitative tightening and get the terminal rate over 5% to stop out of control inflation. All they want to do is trade the price action of the day and follow their local 15-year-old on Twitter and listen to them, even though they're still watching Rugrats and eating cereal and drinking warm milk. Like they don't want to do all the hard work. And that's the problem. There is so much hard work behind the scenes here that people just do not want to put in. And then the hard truth is that, the, unfortunately, just like everything in life, not just trading, unfortunately, the vast majority of people will fail at this because they don't understand the amount of work they put in or they simply don't want to do it. Bodybuilding or just even having some sort of great level of fitness is pretty dang simple. You eat right, you eat the right foods, you put in a little exercise every day, and the fat will come off and you'll start to see some muscle. It's really that simple, but people don't want to do it. They don't want to sacrifice their McDonald's. They want to sacrifice their Chick-fil-A. They don't want to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. Trading is really simple. All you have to do is do your research on how the market moves, learn the structure of the market, play at simple levels. My charts are void of everything except for simple support and resistance lines. That's it. I don't have any crazy EMAs. I don't have MACD, RSI. I don't have any of that nonsense on my charts. It's simply a couple of support and resistance lines. I buy at the lows. I sell at the highs. And I do so with a risk mitigated strategy that reduces my losses and increases my profits and it keeps my equity curve up. Unfortunately, simple doesn't mean easy. Simple means simple. We tend to overcomplicate everything as humans. And we are our own worst enemies. That voice in your head saying, you don't need to get up to go to the gym. That voice in your, in your head saying, you don't need to go in your office and learn about charts at nine o'clock at night. Just sit down and watch Netflix. It's okay. Watch Netflix until one o'clock in the morning. You deserve it. You put in a nice hard eight hour day at your W2 job. That's what most people want to do. They don't understand the concept of putting in all this work. This has been my blood. This has been my life for almost 12 years, every single day, with the exception of a couple of months for going TDY on some military trainings. This has been my life every day for almost 12 years, nights, days, not sleeping because I'm trading from settlement open to settlement close. Trading futures, trading the nighttime hours, trading the daytime hours, understanding what FOMC is, CPI, seeing the, the coronavirus crash, trying to trade commodities futures and the S&P futures or any other name, low floats that are on a rampage or biotechs and failure and blowing up accounts. I've done this. I've lived it. I've blown up accounts. I've refunded accounts. I've traded bear markets, bull markets. And I'm not saying I'm the best trader in the world. I am far from the best trader in the world, but I am consistent because of the three rules I mentioned earlier. And because I understand that at any point in time, if you make an incorrect move, the market is waiting in the corner with a trash bag and a baseball bat to bash you all over the head and stuff you in a bag and take everything you have. The second you overexpose yourself to the market, I guarantee you the market will take everything you have. You may be able to get away with risky behavior for a little bit and get a luck, go on a lucky streak, but I guarantee you the market will take everything you have. You have to, you have to, you have to implement risk mitigation into your strategy. It, it, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if you want to trade the strat, if you are an Elliott wave, if you're a crab chart theory, anything, any strategy out there, every Twitter guru says that their strategy is better than everyone else's. You need to follow my strategy. I did this, my levels, my target. I called this as expected the market, all that freaking nonsense. 
It all boils down to risk management. If you don't have risk management, you have nothing and you will have nothing and you'll continue to have nothing until you account for risk. All this crap I talk about in the trading server, it's not for glamour. It's not because it's a cool talking point. It's not because it gets me likes on Twitter. It's because I've done it. I've lived it. I've seen it. And now I'm living vicariously through your eyes by seeing the comments and the DMs I get in my server. I see the people struggling and it's not because they don't understand the fact that I'm buying at a support. It's because they're chasing price action. They're overexposing themselves. They have no real concept of where to enter and they're not willing to learn and put in the work and, and they're not willing to actually implement risk mitigation. They need the adrenaline. And until you admit that you need the adrenaline, it'll never stop. Hi, my name is Bob and I'm an adrenaline junkie. Like all those type of things. You have to admit to yourself that you want the adrenaline. Tell me you want the adrenaline. Tell me. Say it. I want the adrenaline. That's why you're failing. Successful trading is boring. People compliment me all the time the fact that I'm cool-headed. Even when I post a, a wrong trade and I lose money, that I'm cool, calm, and collected. You know why? Because, yeah, I may have taken a 40% loss on an options contract, but I'm not blowing up my account. And I am easily can overcome those losses because I keep risk mitigation always at the highlight of my system. I'm going to leave you with one last stat. 87% of profitable traders surveyed by funds expose themselves to the market for four hours or less a day. Four hours or less a day. Unfortunately, I don't know the number of trades they take, but they expose themselves to the market for four hours or less per day. They do not sit at the market all day long and scalp every single candle. Now, that doesn't even mean between 930 and 1600. That means... You could wake up in the morning time. If you've been a part of my community, you know that I think, in my, in my opinion, right now, the best time to make money is between 0300 in the morning and 1100 in the morning. Not even during the trading hours. It's in the it's in the early when London market opens. And of course, I believe between six and seven o'clock in the morning, we have a fade upwards, which is a great time to go long. I make a lot of money between 03 and 07 in the morning. So the most profit, 87% of profitable fund traders 87% of profitable fund traders surveyed expose themselves to the market for four hours or less. So some may be even doing less than that in one hour. So if profitable fund traders are doing that, then why aren't you? Why are you sitting here for nine hours a day trying to scalp every candle? Didn't mean to get all high and mighty on y'all, but uh, sometimes we got to have some tough love. And I want y'all to really understand the risk mitigation part of things and understand a little stats. Hopefully some stats can come to mind. And you can understand that uh, less is more. Anyway, if you're new to the podcast and you like what you heard this episode, come hang out. Let me know what you think. Hit me up in the DMs. Tell me uh, what you don't like. Tell me what you do like. Tell me if there's uh, another content you want to hear. Come hang out on the Options Millionaire YouTube channel. Not only do I post content every week or so, but we have everyday live streams. Monday, Wednesday, Friday live streams open for the whole world. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays live streams on YouTube locked down for the Discord. But I do stream every day on there. I'd be happy to answer any questions you may have. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you get something out of it and it can start to write the ship and to drive some consistency. And until next time, I'm going to leave you with this. The only thing separating you from achieving financial greatness is the decision to be better.